before the goodness starts flowing, I want to welcome you to the STR Sisterhood, real life stories from real life women in the short-term rental industry. I'm your host, Stacey St. John, ex-corporate girl who discovered how to replace her six-figure salary through short-term rentals and who now has the pleasure of helping others do the same. On this show, we talk to real women in the short-term rental space about their journeys and how they've managed to turn their STR dreams into reality. If you're an ambitious woman who's looking to build a successful short-term rental business, you are in the right place, sister. Welcome to another episode of the STR Sisterhood. I'm your host, Stacey St. John, and I just want to thank you for inviting me into your home today. Now, before we talk to today's guest, I want to share with you a quote that resonated with me this morning, and it says, I didn't get there by wishing for it or hoping for it, but by working for it. Those words were spoken by the iconic American entrepreneur, Estee Lauder. Now, in this episode, we are sitting down with one of my STR Success Accelerator Mastermind members, Alicia Wright. And Alicia is a young and growing rock star who is shining a light on everyone today with her words of wisdom. Alicia talks to us about how she's managing her rental from 16 hours away, how she got started in short-term rentals to begin with, and how she's navigated some bumps in the road in her journey so far. So let's go ahead and dive into my conversation with Alicia. So today we are sitting down with Alicia Wright, And Alicia just listed her first short-term rental, and it just so happens it's 16 hours away from her house in Michigan. Alicia, I know you've already welcomed eight guests, and the five-star reviews are rolling in. Thank you so much for being here today and telling us a little bit about your journey so far. Yeah, of course, Stacey. I was so excited when you asked me to do this. I was so excited. Yay. So let's start off and just have you walk our listeners through a little bit about who you are and where you live in Michigan specifically. Yeah. So my name is Alicia Wright. I live with my husband and my two kids in Holland, Michigan, which is right on Lake Michigan, all the way If you're looking at your hand, it's all the way on the left-hand side. That's where we say where we're from in Michigan. (laughs) But we own a short-term rental in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Amazing. And so I am curious, when you started looking at markets, how did you land on Gulf Shores, Alabama? Yeah. So we, I had actually never even heard of Gulf Shores, Alabama. I didn't think you would ever go to the beach in Gulf Shores, Alabama. I really wanted to invest in Florida for the longest time. I wanted to relocate to Florida. And we had been looking along the Gulf Coast at different areas and we just really struggled in Florida to make any numbers work. And so I was talking to another investor 
that I had met on the beach call in your short-term rental society. And she was doing really great at the beach. And I said, where are you investing? Because I can't get any numbers to work. And she's like, oh, you should check out Gulf Shores. We're doing great in Gulf Shores. And so then I started zeroing in on that market and, you know, got connected with her realtor and he started sending us videos of different properties. And uh, we started seeing that some of these numbers really could work quite well. So we were really excited. Amazing. And so let's talk a little bit about when you say getting the numbers to work, what types of numbers were important to you and your husband as you were looking to make a purchase? Were you trying to have something just break even? Were you looking for a specific cash on cash return? Talk to us about a little, a little bit about your criteria, shall we say? Yeah, so I guess our criteria was cash flow and cash on cash return. So a little bit of a side note, we send our kids, we choose to send our kids to a private Christian school, which is a tuition-based school, and we needed some way to pay for that. That's kind of how we found our way into short-term rentals. We have, we have done long-term rentals in the past. And they're great. They just do not kick out the kind of cash flow that a short-term rental can. So for us, we said, hey, we don't mind self-managing, putting in this time, putting in this work, if we're going to get a higher return on our investment. And we wanted it more upfront versus more of versus like the appreciation that you would get with a long-term rental. So that's that's what we were really looking at is what would be the monthly cash flow and the cash on cash return. Fabulous. Fabulous. And I know if it's okay for me to share, you know, you are a member of my STR success accelerator mentoring and mastermind program. And during our first call together, you said, Stacy, I have a certain number I need to make so I can send my kids to school. Yes. <laughs> And I think that is so important for people to understand why they're doing it, because this is really hard. Like <laughs> I've exited the honeymoon phase, you know, at the beginning when Airbnb, they're pushing your listing out, you're on page two or three, you feel like you're on top of the world, but then that ends. And then you need to really start you know, you need to always look like, how can I improve? What can I do next? What can I do better? And so it is, it's a lot of work and you need to have a hardcore why. Like for us, we are up against a wall in a way that's like this, not, oh, this is great if it works. It's like, no, this has to work. We have no choice but to make it work. And so I think when you're in that situation, you will find a way and you will make it work. Like, I'm also a very visual person. And so I have like, I have a picture of the car that I want to drive. I have a picture of the, of the school logo that I want, that I'm sending my kids to. I have a picture of Olivia, my daughter in like the, the Holland Christian t-shirt that I, it's on my fridge and I look at it every day. And it's like, you know, when you're dealing with an issue or something and you're like, man, is this worth it? And you look at those reasons. And you're like, 
yeah, it is. And I'm going to keep going and I'm going to figure it out. I love that because so many people, I think, whether we're talking about short-term rentals or something completely different, they set goals for themselves. And then number one, they don't remind themselves of those goals. So I love that you have visual evidence of your goals in front of you each and every day on your fridge, because let's face it, you got to eat every day. You're getting into that <laughs> fridge multiple times a day, probably with little ones. Um, yeah. And so being able to have a reminder for yourself when tough times occur, because let's face it, you know, again, this is not all rainbows and sunshine. There mm -hmm. are challenges that as business owners, we have to solve. So I love that you have those pictures posted on your fridge. I know for me, I say my goals aloud every day when I am getting coffee, which is the very first thing I do after making a trip to the bathroom. Uh, when I get up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I head to the coffee pot. And when that coffee is brewing, I say my goals out loud. And for me, that is... Uh, a way that I have learned to train my brain to actually work for me. And so I just want to say kudos to you for knowing what you need to remind yourself of your why and actually making that happen. The other thing I just want to share really quickly that I want our listeners to take out of this conversation is that you have made a commitment to achieving your goals that is very different than setting goals and saying, I'm going to try to hit these goals this year. No, it is a different mindset when we are committed to our goals. This has to work. This is working instead of I'm going to try to make this work. Have you always kind of had that commitment to your goals or do you find this to be a little bit different than something you've experienced in the past? I've always been very driven. Yeah, I would say I would say I'm very much I'm a lot more motivated for this one. I've, you know, I've gone, I've gotten my nursing degree, I've gotten a master's degree. I've done a lot of things, but to me it's like no, this is so important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask you too about how you prepared while you were obviously looking for markets as you were diving into the world of short-term rentals before you ever got your first property. How did you educate yourself? How did you make sure you felt comfortable with self-managing from the start? Yeah, so I'll walk you through a little bit of a timeline of how that all fell for me. I think I was listening to Bigger Pockets because we were doing a Burr property for a long-term rental. And so I was listening to those Bigger Pockets podcasts and I heard Avery Carl on one. And I listened to that and I got her book and I started reading that in May of 2020. So I read her book, Short-Term Rental, Long-Term Wealth. It's a great book. It's a short book. And then I also joined, I heard, I think I heard you on her podcast. So I found her, I went to her podcast, 
found you on her podcast, came to you, joined the Short-Term Rental Society, which if you're not in there, I say join it. It's a huge value. There's so many meetings in there and there's so many people that are trying to do the same thing. It's a huge value and they have meetings all throughout the month. So if you can't hit one, you can probably hit a different one. But yeah, so that's where I met that investor that was investing in Gulf Shores. And had I not networked, had I not reached out to her and said, hey, how are you doing this? I don't know what market I'd be looking at or where I'd be or what I'd be doing. So I think it's really important to put yourself out there and just ask the question because a lot of times people don't mind answering the question. I think that's a really good point because, you know, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, your network is your net worth. And I think it's so easy, especially when we are moms, we are busy with our kiddos, and we're kind of venturing into the short-term rental space. There's a lot to learn and the burden can feel like there's a lot on our shoulders. It's very, it can be very daunting. Yeah, for sure. And so just to your point by networking with other people who have gone before you and have, you know, paved the path and and have learnings that they can share, I think is so incredibly valuable. I know for me in building my own business, it was tremendously helpful for me to get connected with folks who have been there, done that, that I can learn from. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And I'm going to ask you too, as you were preparing to launch and getting started with your first property, what did you find to be the most difficult thing and how did you navigate that? Well, obviously I think the most difficult thing for us was the distance. And so we were only going to have little bits of time to go down there and set it up. So we needed a, we needed to have like rock and systems. We needed to have a really good plan and we needed to have a really good team. And so I think if you can set those things up, you're going to be okay and you're going to do great. But if you just go down there and say, oh, I'm going to go to TJ Maxx and pick up some sheets and a couple pillows, it's like, that's not going to cut it. Like we had an entire, I called it my launch list. And we had it from going under contract to the day that we launched and every little thing that needed to be done. And down to where we were going to buy the sheets, where we were going to buy the pillows, where we were going to, you know, what days when we were there, were we going to do those things? So what initially happened is my husband went down after we closed and he did little things, installed the smart lock, did paint touch-ups, just little jobs to kind of spruce it up. And then when I went down, I replaced some rugs. I replaced some furniture. I replaced, you know, all the pots and pans in the kitchen. I looked at it from a perspective of, okay, if I'm going to charge $300 a night in the summer for this, for this condo, if I'm coming in as a guest, what would I like to see? And so that kind of drew, like drove all of our purchasing decisions and what and the way that we went with decorating. Yeah. And so when you were making those purchases, knowing that obviously if you ship them to 
where you live, you were going to have to transport them down there. But knowing you're 16 hours away, it, it wouldn't be so easy to accept a delivery. How did you navigate having things delivered to your property? Yeah, that's a really great question. So there's a couple things that we did. We kind of batch ordered things on Amazon. And one lesson that I learned was even though Amazon Prime can get two days to me in Holland, Michigan, all the way to the beach, <laughs> just move slower down there. So if I want something from Amazon, I need to order it at least three days ahead. So we would say, okay, Kyle's going to be there from this day to this day. I can order something to be delivered within that window. Or I also had things delivered when my cleaner was there doing the deep clean prior to launch. And I said, hey, can you put on, you know, the mattress protectors and all these things while you're doing the clean? I didn't ship anything to my house because we were flying down uh, with just a backpack. So I didn't have room to bring anything with me. And so we had it shipped there. And then certain things that I wanted to like touch and feel, we made sure that you know, there was a TJ Maxx and a Home Goods and things nearby that we could go and see what we liked. Sure. I love that. So you had a very detailed plan. I love your launch list. And I know as we were uh, talking through different stages as you were prepping, I could see you dropping, you know, something new into that spreadsheet. So again, for you, just building out that huge checklist was, I'm sure, kind of like the biggest tool in your toolbox. And I'm curious, you mentioned teams as well. I am a huge believer that we have to surround ourselves with people who not only align with the core values that we have as business owners, but also that they take pride in their work. I'm curious if you could walk us through a little bit about how you built your team members down there from 16 hours away. Yeah, so a couple different ways. So like you said, I am in your accelerator group, which has given me such a good group of women to like bounce ideas off of. And also you provided me a huge checklist you know, of things like ask your cleaner X, Y, and Z and what they're going to do. So that going prepared made me feel like, even though I was so new, it made me feel like, okay, I'm, at least I'm not going to sound super new. <laughs> like at least I am going to sound to this person. Like I know what I'm talking about. So having the questions ahead of time to interview my cleaners and my team, like that really helped. And then also getting referrals from other investors that I had networked with through your groups. Uh, that was really helpful too, because I think going in the local Facebook pages and there's a difference between someone who suggests, like someone who refers you to the to someone else versus like someone advertising their own business. It just means so much more when someone says, hey, I used them for the HVAC and they were great. So just going you know, really trusting other investors and their referrals and their experiences. Love that. Love that. Love that. And I'm curious if you were thinking back 
to your first few guests and thinking about what it was like to host them, did it make all the, maybe the headaches of launching seem worthwhile? I often say this is like having a baby (laughs) and being in labor where when you're doing it, it's like, oh my gosh, this is painful. And then that baby comes out and you look at it and it's the cutest thing you've ever seen. And you're like, I want another one. (laughs) And I think too, with that same analogy, like that has helped me so much because it's like, you can read all the books, you can take all the courses, you can do all the things, but until you have your first bad guest or until you're trying to make it up in the rankings, whatever it is, your roadblock, once you've been through it and you've made those mistakes and you can course correct, you learn so much. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And you can pay it forward. You can help someone else avoid a headache or a heartache by sharing your experience too. I love that. Okay. I wonder if you could talk to us about your first guest, because I think this is a really special story. And I absolutely love how you made your guest feel extra special. Talk to us a little bit about the situation with that guest and what you did. So this guest, I initially was so nervous, A, because it's your first guest, but B, because it was a same day check-in and the note that it said in Airbnb was something along the lines of, death and family don't know when I'll be checking in. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, is this real? You know, I don't know. I've always heard like horror stories of same day check-ins. So I was just nervous. And my husband was like, no, you know, like it's, it's fine. He's, I'm sure it's truthful. He's been through a lot. He probably doesn't know when he's going to be there. And so, you know, he was very great. Like the guest was great with communicating with me, responded to all my messages, super polite. And um, my husband came up with the idea actually to send him flowers. And this booking, you know, it was the 20% off promotional first booking, you know, he booked it for a week for, for super cheap. So to send him flowers was a pretty significant portion of the entire booking, but it was okay. It was a long-term play because we know how important those reviews are. And, and of course, this guy had just been through so much. We wanted to put a bright spot in his day. So we sent him flowers with a little note that said something along the lines of, hey, thank you so much for trusting us with your accommodations during this difficult time. We're here if you need anything. We hope you enjoy the flowers and your stay in Gulf Shores. And he sent me a message, said, wow, that is so above and beyond what I have, what I even, whatever expect, you know, from my Airbnb host. And it just felt really good. And then of course he leaves me this glowing review And then, you know, when they can send the private note to the host under the review and he said, hey, I just want to bring it up again. Like, thank you so much for those flowers. That really meant a lot. So I think going back to like your last question and, you know, it's so much work, it's so much work. But it's like when those reviews come in, 
Or when someone messages me after they check in and they're like, wow, your place is gorgeous. It's like, oh, like, <laughs> like, but like, it just is like, okay, like, yes, this is awesome. That's right. That's right. And what I also think is awesome, and you pointed it out, is obviously, you know, with that first booking, from a financial perspective, it may not have made a ton of sense to take a large portion of your proceeds from that booking and turn around and and buy flowers. But I think it was a tremendous thing to do because first and foremost, you put a bright light in that gentleman's day, as you mentioned, during a really tough time. And it feels good to help other people, doesn't it? It feels good to make people feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Amazing. So on top of that, and that glowing review that he left, I'm sure is uh, going to serve you for a very long time as people look through reviews. But on top of that, he is probably sharing with his friends and family about his experience staying with you. And so Again, I think it's just a win, win, win all around when we can surprise and delight our guests in in ways that make them feel super special. I love it. Okay, I want to move to the lightning round, okay? And I am going to ask you to answer these questions with the very first thing that comes to mind. Here's the first one. Where is your favorite place to vacation? The beach. I know that's so broad, but any beach would make me happy. I'm surprised you didn't say Gulf Shores, Alabama. (laughs) I mean, it might be now. (laughs) Okay. What is one place you've never been that you want to visit? Greece. Ooh, that's Mm -hmm. a good one. Mm -hmm. Are you a Greek food fan? Why, why, Why do you say Greece? No, I just think it's so beautiful with the white, everything's white and stucco. I just, and the, and it's right on the coast. It's got that Mm -hmm. beach thing going for me. I would just love to be there. Amen. Okay. What's one thing you know now that you wished you knew when you were starting out in the world of short-term rentals? That is a tough one. I, and this is a hard question because these are all things that I knew. I keep thinking of things, but they're all things that I knew, but it's just once you're in the situation and you experience it, you're like, oh yeah, now I know why that's so important. For example, like having really good automation, having really good systems, having really good teams, having really good communities. These are all things that you're like, but then once you really dig into it, it it just all kind of comes together like a puzzle. Yeah. To me, it's like there's a bump in the road and, and by having those things around you, it can make that bump not feel like a huge pothole. It's just a little teeny blip, right? It can help give you peace of mind and comfort and knowledge that you can tap into. So yeah, so cool. All right. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? I think when people just speak life into you and they say, yes, you can. Yes, you can do this. And I think it's 
when those core people in your life are like, yes, this is hard, but yes, you can do this. I love that. I I do want to say, if it's okay for me to share, you know, I think a lot of people too, when they have young families and they may not feel like they have enough life experience to run a business or invest in real estate, I'm going to say, yes, you can, because I think Alicia, you are such an inspiration for so many young women out there who look at you and look at this bright budding star who's in her early 30s and has real estate investments, is taking care of her kiddos, is working her short-term rental business, and is continuously driving improvement. Again, I just want you to to think about the lives that you're impacting. And yes, you can make an impact on other people just by sharing your journey. So that's really awesome. And I think, thank you for that. And one thing I want to say to you is you're not always going to get it right the first time, which again, this is something we know. This is something we're told. But for example, I went to nursing school I got a master's degree in nursing and I hated it and it was not for me. And I, for a long time, I ended up leaving nursing, staying home with my kids. And I felt really lost in a way, like what, what did, what was God's purpose for me? You know, obviously to raise my kids and have this beautiful family that, you know, that's no small job in of itself, but it's like, in what way can I make an impact? And I think finding investing in short-term rentals and finding this community, it's like, okay, like I can make a big difference here. And I really enjoy doing this. And so I think just keep in mind, not everything is going to be a home run. You don't have to have it all figured out right now. Just keep plugging. And yes, you can. Love it. All right. I want to ask the last question in the lightning round. What is one thing and or person that you're grateful for today? Ooh, I would say it's a tie between my husband and my mom. And I think it's because they truly believed in me. When so many people said, you have this master's degree in nursing. You could go make way over six figures doing this. Why aren't you just doing that? And it's and it was these people that were like, no, explore your passion, explore what you what makes you happy. And I think it was really eye opening for my mom when she went down with me in January to get everything set up. And she said, wow, it was really cool to see you working on something that you were so passionate about and that you enjoyed and that you were good at. And so, yeah, I think, you know, same with my husband who, again, like helped put me through grad school. We have no debt from my degrees and yet he doesn't hold a grudge. He holds no resentment over it. He's like, that was a learning opportunity. (laughs) I love it. So yeah, just having just my mom and Kyle for sure. I love that so much. And I am just going to ask you for your advice. If someone 
is listening to this and maybe they're just getting started or maybe they're early on in their short-term rental game, what advice would you give to them as they are brand new and starting out their journey? Gosh, so much. I think for me, when I first started, I was very gung-ho, but I had no direction. So I joined your accelerator group. I set SMART goals, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound, SMART goals. And once I had goals, I had direction. And once I had direction, I made progress. So A, set goals. B, do not go in the Facebook groups and read about everyone's horror stories. Yes, the Facebook groups are amazing and they're there to help us and to lift us up. And they're a place to go if we need a resource. But if you're spending all day scrolling about this guest wants a refund or this guest, you know, through a party or what, you're going to think every guest is bad. Where it's like, in reality, most guests are good. It's just, there's a few that we need help with. So yeah, I think keep your eyes in your own lane and set good goals and have a hardcore why about why you're doing it. So great, Alicia. I love it. I think you, again, are just so fabulous. And I I hope that you know that those are great words of advice for anyone, regardless of whether they're just starting out or have been doing this for 10 years or 20 years. They're just really, really impactful words of wisdom. So thank you for that. All right. So if someone wants to learn more about you or ask questions about Gulf Shores, and they want to get in touch, what is the best way for them to find you online? Yeah. So uh, Facebook and Instagram is where I am active. And you can just find me at Alicia Wright on Facebook and on Instagram at Blue Palm Getaway. I love it. Alicia, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. Before I let you go today, I just want to give a shout out to a couple of amazing women inside the Female Short-Term Rental Investors Facebook group. Just 17 hours ago, Mary MK wrote a post that says, as a host, how do you feel about unsolicited feedback? We are staying in a house this week and I plan to leave a five-star review, but there are definitely some things that I think they could improve. I don't want to be annoying if they don't really want to hear it. Well, in 17 hours, we have 110 comments on that post. And I think that Heather Violet Manila hit a home run when she said, you could leave a public review and a private review. I use the private review for providing suggestions for improvement. Love that. Mary and Heather, thank you so much for your contributions to our amazing Facebook community. And with that, my friends, I am going to wrap up. I cannot wait to hear your comments and feedback as always. And feel free also to review our podcast. Would love, love, love to see those reviews coming in. All right, have a great week, everyone, and I'll see you soon. Okay, sister, are you ready to start making your short-term rental dreams a reality, but feeling lost, stuck, or just overwhelmed? 
Here's what I know for sure. You deserve everything you're dreaming of, and you deserve to get it with ease, support, and joy. So here's what I'd like you to do. Go to stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar and watch my free masterclass where you will get the scoop on how to leave your W-2 and start building your dream life with five simple steps. If you're ready to have more time to spend with friends and family doing the things you love, adding a ton of zeros to your bank balance, and start living your short-term rental dream, you need to watch this masterclass. Head over to stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar right now to start watching. That's stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar, and I will see you there.